With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. And we continue at 2.04 in the afternoon. Talk Radio 790 KABC, the John Phillips Show, broadcasting live from the Morongo Casino Resort and Spa Living Room Studios, where I told you last time I like Deuce's Wild Poker, but I really like it when you get to do it while seated at the bar. Mr. Randy Wang, so does Wendy Carrillo, I would imagine. Mr. Randy Wang's in Culver City. Morongo does not overserve. Hey, it was the California Hall of Fame Awards last night. This is where Governor Gavin Newsom and Jennifer Newsom give out awards to the most notable Californians in the state to put them in the California Hall of Fame. And you could argue there is no California politician more deserving of this award than award more than former Speaker of the Assembly and San Francisco Mayor Willie Brown who got a big award last night and talked about his career. Some people want to know, how did you ever hook up with Gavin Newsom? That was very easy. I was uh, seeking a new job. State of California has got this stupid term limit law. (laughs) (laughs) And I must tell you, Jennifer, they figured out how to get rid of me. The nature of my conduct, I'd still be a speaker without term limits. <laughs> There's no question about that. Uh, and if it was, I'd love to be the person to provide the answer if there was a question. Did I ever tell you about the story that he told at Carla Marinucci's retirement party? I don't think so. Oh, it was great. Alex Michelson was up there. Uh, Sarah Seidner from CNN, a bunch of us. We were all there. We were celebrating Carla's retirement. And the individual who gave the toast at the retirement was Willie Brown. Very stylish. And Willie told a story about when he was mayor of San Francisco and Carla was then a reporter at the San Francisco Chronicle. And it was a slow news week. There wasn't much going on at City Hall, but it was a busy sports week. And it was back when a player by the name of Latrell Sprewell was playing for the Golden State Warriors. And P.J. Carlissimo was the coach of the Golden State Warriors. P.J. Carlissimo was from Seton Hall University and was known as being a yeller. He's one of these coaches, a Bobby Knight type of guy, where he just gets in your face and screams and screams and screams and screams. And Latrell Sprewell was a player who was always getting technical fouls because he had a temper himself. And so they were practicing one day, and I guess the coach was getting in the player's face, and the player didn't like it. So Latrell Sprewell choked the coach, P.J. Carlissimo, and it became a massive, massive, massive story, not just in the world of news, but just in the world in general. So 
Carla is walking down the hallway at San Francisco City Hall, and Willie Brown is going in the opposite direction, and she said to him, what do you think about Latrell Sprewell choking P.J. Carlissimo? And Willie Brown said to Carla, well, did he have it coming? And never broke stride. Carla prints it in the newspaper, and suddenly that becomes the top story in the nation, Willie Brown saying that. (laughs) And it's a massive, massive, massive controversy. So the next day, Willie goes marching into Carla Marinucci's cubicle at City Hall and says, what the hell did you write? And she said, Mr. Mayor, I wrote what you said to me. And he goes, I didn't say that. And she said, Mr. Mayor, I have it on tape. Would you like me to play it back for you? And there was a long period of silence where he just stood there staring at her. And he screamed, well, I didn't effing mean it. That's a great story. The man is a legend. 800-222-KABC is a telephone number, 1-800-222-5222. Well, we just spoke with John Hatami, candidate for district attorney here in Los Angeles County, about the high-rise building in downtown L.A. that's been tagged on every single story by taggers. The cops show up, the cops cite them, they get released, and they go right back to the tagging. It's actually become an international tourist destination for taggers who want to share their work on Insta and TikTok. That's right, because why not? It's lawless here in Los Angeles, so have fun. Well, the LA Times had a piece out that essentially defended the tagging, claiming it was art, and suggesting that if you have a problem with it, the problem might actually be with you. They aren't the only ones who see the world that way. There is at least one member of the Los Angeles City Council that believes that tagging is, in fact, art. That city council member is the newest member of the city council. Council District sits, which is my district, like Balboa and Van Nuys, It's Imelda Padilla. Street pavements that are cooler. Now, John, before we get into what Imelda Padilla has to say, do you think it's time for another pledge? Let's have a pledge. Mr. President, today's Tuesday. It's time for the flag salute. Wonderful. Uh, If everyone could please rise for the flag salute. Councilwoman Padilla, uh, would you please lead us in the flag salute? Ready, begin. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and which stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with justice and justice for all. Great, thank you. That's twice in one day we've had members of the city council flub that. That's our own Hall of Fame here on the John Phillips Show, members of the city council who do not know the Pledge of Allegiance. What were they doing in kindergarten? I don't want to know. So Amelda Padilla. Eating paste. <laughs> it's possible. So Amelda Padilla 
at the end of today's L.A. City Council meeting had a proclamation. After they listened to a whole bunch of prank calls from Smoke and Scan, she wanted to weigh her opinion on the tagging tower that's actually in Kevin DeLeon's district. Quite frankly. Kevin DeLeon has come out in a news conference saying that we need to go after the building owner who's bankrupt. This thing is just an eyesore, an unfinished tower, because LAPD shouldn't be having to spend time and money arresting these people. They should hire their own damn security. Imelda Padilla has a very different take. Would you like to hear it? I'm afraid to say yes, but I'm going to say yes. Get ready, everybody. Councilmember Padilla, followed by Councilmember De Leon. Hello, council members. I got to admit, you know, before um, deciding to say what I'm about to talk about, I had to do a little bit of soul searching, whether it was worth it for me to, to say anything. $225,000 a year, John. Oh, boy. But today, as we reviewed um, and looked over the strategic plan for the youth department, I feel like I kind of have to, especially because I reminisce on the time when I was on the LA uh, City Youth Council when I was in high school, you know, and I used to be really vocal about how we needed to start to be a city that understood that there was a difference between tagging and graffiti. What? A difference between tagging and graffiti. <laughs> it was a big deal for me as a kid. And back then, we didn't have as a... She's still, I mean, it's been six months, but she gets so nervous when she's speaking in there. You can tell. There's a lot of quivering in Imelda's voice. And back then, we didn't have as a city a mural ordinance. Today, we do. And now that we do, our city is finally starting to have some legalized streamlight art. However, when we see what everyone and all sorts of different um, platforms were talking about, it's about the two abandoned towers that have been completely um, bombarded with graffiti. Um, I think- Where are you going with this, Imelda? <laughs> Boy, this really is a drunk man driving down an icy road. Um, I think- and I remember that this is a generation of individuals that were pretty repressed when they were in their youth because there wasn't a way to legally um, express themselves and their art. What? Now, wait a minute. You can legally express yourself and your art. All you have to do is spray paint your own house. If you spray paint your own property, that's fine. You can tag your car. You can tag your mailbox, you can tag your roof, you can tag the walls of your house, you can tag the outside, you can tag the inside. What you don't have the ability to do is tag someone else's property. You know what's another great way to express your art? Tag a piece of paper or a canvas. That works too. Pretty repressed when they were in their youth because there wasn't a way to legally um, express themselves and their art. So I felt the need to say something today because while we've made much more progress by now having, for example, a mural ordinance, I feel like we still haven't done enough. So today, um, I want to take this opportunity and I hope that as we continue to talk about this, that we see this as a, an opportunity to talk about the importance in, of art and art programming in our city. Is the, so the tagging is about art? A building gets tagged 
that is illegal. They've been cited for it. It's just we don't punish anyone for anything. So they get cited and released, and they go back to breaking the law. And the moral of the story, from her point of view, is we need to embrace quote-unquote art. Is tagging art, or is it gangs marking their territory? Well, that's art, too. And investing in youth and avoiding for these sort of broken, windy theory. What? Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Amelda strikes again, everybody. And art programming in our city and investing in youth and avoiding for these sort of broken, windy theory. Now, John, what is the broken, windy theory? That I can't tell you. The broken windows theory is a theory that was established by a political scientist by the name of James Q. Wilson. And the theory behind broken windows is that if you crack down on small crimes, that leads to an overall feeling of lawfulness and you will see a reduction in more severe crimes. That's what they did in New York City when Rudy Giuliani was mayor, and they cracked down on people like the squeegee guys that would clean your windows and demand money. And when they started cracking down on those sorts of crimes, they saw the homicide rate go down and other severe crimes. The broken windy theory is something I don't know anything about. Actually, I have it right here. The broken windy theory is very different than that. The broken windy theory is that if you eat Taco Bell, you will break. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Wind. I didn't study that in graduate school. And investing in youth and avoiding for these sort of broken, windy theory concepts and issues from happening in our communities, such as an abandoned building is there. You know, I brought chili for lunch. I might have to explain my own broken, windy theory. I think she has a graduate degree, doesn't she? Sure hope not. Broken, windy theory. (laughs) What do you think the other members are thinking as she's saying this? They're not paying attention to a word she's saying. I'll tell you that so much right there. Had they been paying attention, do you think they'd know the difference? Broken, windy theory concepts and issues. Wait, hold on a second. Mike wants to talk about the broken, windy theory. Hey, Mike, you're on the John Phillips Show. You guys are just out of touch, man. There used to be a uh, big real estate chili cook-off years ago in downtown L.A., and those guys and gals were all experts at understanding the broken, windy theory. Uh, you guys just got to get with the program. 
<laughs> Love you, John and Randy, by the way. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Broken, windy theory. All right, let's see what else she has to say. Because <laughs> I could sit here oh and play that God. drop all day. $225,000 of your taxpayer dollars a year go to her salary. And avoiding for these sort of broken, windy theory. <laughs> I had to take an administrative law class in graduate school that was taught by a guy who was part of the Reagan Justice Department, the Ford Justice Department. We read the book that was written by James Q. Wilson, that professor who was a fine man, a scholar, Michael Ullman was his name, passed away. Somewhere, somewhere, I don't know where the man is buried, but he is spinning in his grave so fast, I think he just spilled one of Wendy Carrillo's rum and cokes. Broken Wendy theory concepts and issues from happening in our communities, such as an abandoned building is there. It's easy to go in. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. The what kids? Okay, let's listen to that again in focus. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. The down-ass kids? The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids. Is that like some negative connotation to children with Down syndrome? Where's she going with this? Let me hear it a third time. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. The don't have kids. The neighborhood kids, the down ass kids don't like it. The neighborhood kids, the don't ass kids don't like it. I do not understand this woman. I don't get it. I can't even guess. An abandoned building is there. It's easy to go in. The neighborhood kids, the down ass kids don't like it. If you want to play What the Hell Did Imelda Padilla Say? 800-222-KBC. No, we have to have a game where judges can determine what the answer is. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. Okay, then. I think we just have to move on. I have no idea what she is saying. I have not even the slightest of clues. I deciphered Jesse Jackson clips for a decade, and I have no idea what Imelda Padilla is saying. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. So they- The down-ass kids. Okay. So they go decorate it themselves. Right. And what are we going to do to address that? Wait a second. So the reason that the tagging is going on is because the building that's unfinished and is an eyesore is so ugly. The taggers just wanted to make it party. I think what she's saying is she's making the same argument that they made against Kia's and other Korean cars. Because they say that those cars are too easy to steal, so it's the auto manufacturer's fault that so many of them get stolen, not the car thief's fault. I think what she's saying is, because the building is abandoned and because they don't have 24-hour security, it's easy to break into and to tag, so it's their fault. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it, so they go decorate it themselves. (laughs) Okay. Right. And what are we going to do to address that? So personally, so far, we're two minutes and 17 seconds into this speech from Imelda Padilla. Do you have any idea what her point is? No. A friend of mine just messaged me, though, and said the down and out kids. The neighborhood kids, the down ass kids don't like it. The down ass kids, the down and out kids, 
the neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids, don't like it? I don't think so. Okay. No T-shirt for you. Curses. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids, don't like it, so they go decorate it themselves. Wait a second. Chris and Brea wants to guess. Chris, what do you think it is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's saying dumbass kids. <laughs> the neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids, don't like it. That's closer than anyone else has been, but I don't think that's it. Oh, okay, well, I'm just going to go with that anyway. I like it. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> it certainly would apply. Feels like the old days right now. How about Dave in Canyon Country? Dave, what is it? Dumbass kids. <laughs> the neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. Well, that's what Chris said, too. I, I would like to believe both of you because I don't know if she knows what she said. I think she was stumbling on her words. <laughs> Emphasize the B as in stumble. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Dave. Appreciate it. I'm speechless. <laughs> the neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. So they go there. All right, let me just save that, too, because I already saved um, Broken Wendy's theory, but I got to make sure that I have this in the Imelda Padilla Hall of Fame, you know, along with street pavements that are cooler. Okay, one more, and then we'll move on with this tape because there's still a minute left of it. But Brian in Santa Clarita, what the hell did Imelda Padilla say? I'm pretty sure she's saying down ass kids, which is just an old street term, you know, like the badass kids, you know, the the... Nerdy Wells, if you might. I, I don't know. But Let, I'm pretty sure that's what she's saying. Let's hear it. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. I think you're right. The down-ass kids. Hey, I love your show, guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> let's just assume that that's the correct <laughs> phraseology that she used. I realize that council is filled with clowns. But that's still an official government meeting. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. so they go. We got our own street member of the city council. That is an incredibly vulgar thing to say. Do you think she learned that from her brother who's in prison? I don't know. Oh, great. More people want to guess. Let's go to John in Long Beach. What the hell did Imelda Padilla say? I think she's saying the Down syndrome kids. God. The neighborhood kids, Wait. the down-ass kids don't like it. No, can I make we one can't other blame comment, them. John? What's that, sir? Can I make one? Can, can I make one other comment? I didn't get in on the Katie Porter situation yesterday, but I have the perfect job for Katie Porter when she gets voted out. Are you ready for it? What is it? Okay. You know how when you see that commercial for Cialis and they say if a certain part of the anatomy gets in a certain position for longer than four hours to call a doctor? I think if you just call Katie Porter, that would nullify that problem in a hurry. <laughs> you know, Randy, when there they say, go. could I ask one more question? Okay. It's always a mistake. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. This audience never disappoints. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. I mean, people keep calling in. They got to keep playing. Larry and Mission Viejo, what the hell did Imelda Padilla say? The down-ass kids are really 
dumbass kids who live in downtown. <laughs> you put them together, it makes sense. There you go. Thanks for the call, Larry. Appreciate it. <laughs> See, John, this is what it was like working at KLSX. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it, so they go decorate it themselves. <laughs> okay, so we've settled on the down-ass kids. Let's, let's do one final one here. Jess and Encino, what the hell did Imelda Padilla say? Sounds to me like down-ass kids. All right, I think we've got a consensus. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it, so they go decorate it themselves. Well, John, there's another minute of this tape, but I think we're late for a break and we have to come back to it. Okay, wait. I have the Urban Dictionary here. This is the Urban Dictionary definition for down-ass. I'm labeled as the down-ass chick, cooler than a fan, laid back, always counting stacks. That's my main plan, yo. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it, so they go decorate it themselves. All righty then. If you'd like to email the show, you can do so at johnnydontlikeshow at gmail.com. That's johnnydontlikeshow at gmail.com. And Randy, if you tuned in late and you're wondering why we're talking about broken windy theories, you can listen to the podcast edition of this hour and Know the whole story. Broken, windy theories. Just go to KABC.com, click on podcast, go to the Apple Podcast app, iHeart, Spotify, search for The John Phillips Show, hit subscribe. You can download all the episodes. You get the KABC app, search KABC AM in the Apple App Store, the Android Store, and it's the easiest way to download all the episodes of this show. It's what all the down-ass kids are doing. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. It's Woo Wednesday. Ric Flair. It's Woo Wednesday. Yeah, baby. Woo, 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 woo. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. That means tomorrow is Throwback Thursday. And we do have a winner. I have to scroll down between 100 emails about the broken windy theory to find it because somebody wrote in a fantastic Throwback Thursday. It's Stephen Cypress. John, in honor of Wendy Carrillo, Dave Min, and all the rest of the drunks running for office, could we please play drunk songs? I think we can do that. All right. You ask, we deliver. All you down-ass kids, email us your Throwback Thursday suggestions of drunk songs at johnnydontlikeshow at gmail.com.
Many of you want to weigh in on what you just heard from Councilwoman Amelda Padilla. So if you'd like to weigh in, give us a call at 800-222-KABC, 1-800-222-5222. Many of you want to weigh in on what you just heard from Los Angeles City Councilwoman Amelda Padilla. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. It's already on the wall. That and Broken Windy Theory? Broken Windy Theory. It's an embarrassment of riches today. What can I say? Now, Randy, before we get to the callers on Councilwoman Padilla, we have a a special call that's on the board. Let's see where this goes. We're going to go to Tony in L.A. Tony, you're on the John Phillips Show. Hello. I'm the manager of a McDonald's that you guys were making fun of. My name is Tony Lardis. It's Lardis, not Lardass. Like, I haven't heard that most of my life all through school. Ha, ha, ha. Lardis. Now, I know what Imelda Padilla was saying. She was saying the neighborhood kids, the lardass kids. <laughs> I know lardass when I hear it. And no, no, no quarter pounders for you guys when you guys come into my store. Mr. Lardis, I could not be more apologetic to you. Oh, he hung up on us. Hey, Tony oh, Lardass called boy. in. Now, if we could only get the if the cashier is dummy guy to call in. We've been trying for years. If the cashier is dummy. Ed Laskos might know because Ed Laskos was the guy that interviewed him. Enough already. <laughs> All right, let's go to Rick in Los Angeles. Rick, you're on KABC. Hello. Hey, I, I'm pretty sure I know what <clears throat> what she said. It was almost a Freudian slip. She was trying to say the down and out kids, but she reverted to what the police call those guys, the dumbass kids. So she was saying the dumbass kids and caught herself and said, tried to change her words to the down and out kids. All right, let's check it. The neighborhood kids, the down ass kids don't like it. Jesse? No! Oh, I'm so sorry, Rick. Apparently that's not it. No, okay. I think it is because they are dumbass kids. <laughs> Thanks for the what? call. What's the song from the musical Annie? Isn't there a song about down and out kids? The neighborhood kids, the down ass kids don't like it. <laughs> don't give me any ideas. She could have had a starring role in Annie. Let's go to Mike in Orange County. Mike, what the hell did Imelda Padilla say? You know, in order to figure out what she said, you have to look at this through the lens of a politician, guys. We have to be willing to ask ourselves, is it possible that the overabundance of down-ass kids has led to the broken, windy theory? And there's only one person that can answer that, and that's Imelda Padilla. Broken, windy theory. we got to look this dead in the face. (laughs) All right. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Don in Orange County. Don, you're on KABC. Hello. Hey, Don. Don. No, Don. Okay, let's go to Melinda in Rancho Cucamonga. Melinda, hello. Hi. Well, I guess you um, you have a winner for the Throwdown Thursday, but I also, and I don't hear you every day, but you guys are really entertaining. I love it. Um, but uh, did you ever figure out how they got up to all those levels? Because as soon as I heard the news, I knew how they got up to all those windows with the graffiti. How'd they do that? 
you know, a bucket truck or a scissor lift, which are always present at many, many department stores, or they could have known somebody who had access to one. That's all they need is a bucket truck or a scissor lift to get up there. Well, if there's no one guarding the building, can't they just take the stairs? Yes, yeah. Now, Melinda, do you need any... I guess I assume... I thought it was on the outside. Melinda, do you need any certification to get one of those bucket trucks? Like, can any down-ass kid figure out how to ride them? Um, not if you're uh, criminally-minded and know somebody who will help a friend out. You could, If you know somebody, anybody would, you know, let you have one for briefly, for a brief amount of time. Melinda, do you think the down-ass kids used a cherry picker? <laughs> okay, a cherry picker. That's good, too. Okay, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. I wonder if the down-ass kids could spray paint the Luxor. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. You know, they turned the Luxor into one big Dorito chip. <laughs> True story. Hell of a marketing technique. 800-222-KABC is telephone number 1-800-222-5222. Oh, Don called back. Let's try this again. Don, you're on KABC. Hello. Don, are you on mute again, Don? Oh, God. Don, that, you're on live. You're on the air, buddy. You can hear me? I can. Well, how about that? No, it's all those kids that are wearing their jeans down their ass, so it's on the floor. That's a down-ass kid. Let's check. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. Jesse? Yes, sir. All righty, you win. If you'd like to email the show, you can do so at johnnydontlikeshow at gmail.com. That's johnnydontlikeshow at gmail.com. And Randy, you're monitoring the mailbag. Bill writes in at johnnydontlikeshow at gmail.com and says, down-ass kids have no chance of achieving prosperousness. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. I'm not just healthy, but we are prosperous in regards to our economic development. You know how I like to say you get the government you deserve? Collectively, we've done something very wrong. I think it's what they call the broken windy theory. Broken windy theory. We've been going through the sound of Los Angeles City Councilwoman Imelda Padilla and trying to translate it. Let's see if we can get past the down-ass kids. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it, so they go decorate it themselves, right? And what are we going to do to address that? So personally, in my area, I... Did she just yawn into a word? I think she did. Maybe it was a long night. So personally, in my area, I have noticed that there is a park, a skate park, that gets hit up a lot. By the down-ass kids? And their peers. So what we're going to be doing in my district is figuring out how we can work with these local artists whose work is not necessarily um, legitimate. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning it's on property they don't own. To figure out how we can elevate their art in these places like our public parks in a way that is uh, aesthetically pleasing to as many people as possible while simultaneously figuring... You know what? I live in the district that she represents. It includes Lake Balboa. Kids are going to start tagging the ducks. Okay. 
so let's just assume that you designate, oh, I don't know, a building or a wall, something of that nature for them to be able to lawfully tag. What are you going to do when they start tagging it with gang signs? And someone tags over the tagging and it starts a tagging turf war. That's right. Then there's going to be conflict. That's what they call the broken windy theory. Broken windy theory while simultaneously figuring out how we can do some sort of location where the art can be revolving. So, again, I know that um, we're going to be uh, probably talking more about this in the next couple of days, but I just feel like I had to say something. Did you? Oh, she said a lot. And I hope that all of us here uh, do something related to increasing the opportunities for art in our districts um, and figuring out how to bring them in, because if we don't bring them in, they're actually out, and they're going to express themselves. So thank you, members. <laughs> okay, pearls of wisdom there. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids, don't like it. Let's go to Mark in Lake Forest. Mark, you're on the John Phillips Show. Hello. Yeah, hello. So yeah, it is down-ass kids. That is urban slang. For bangers and taggers who, you know, like you were you used an example earlier about someone willing to go tag over someone else's tag. That would be a down-ass MF to go do that. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's urban slang that they use. That's, you know, it's, it's like for a banger or some, a tagger or someone who's up to doing no good at any time. Let's check it, Jesse Jackson. Yes! You're correct, Mark. Of course I am. I knew that. <laughs> have a great day. Great show. Thanks, Mark. All right. I have literally never heard that term before in my entire life. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. Going to have to make it a regular segment, you reading the Urban Dictionary, Johnny. We're getting emails about that. All right, last call on this. Dave and Whittier. Dave, hello. Yeah, you know, you know what's the worst thing about this, guys, is that she's justifying this. There needs all this behavior. And what there needs to be is a program to uh, get parents to correct their kids and tell kids, this is wrong, don't do this. And so thank you for pointing out the words she's using, like misused and mispronounced, like prosperous and, and broken windies and et cetera. You know, there is a woman on the city council in Cerritos who was recently recalled. She's a candidate for that. Oh, boy. All right. Well, thank you for the call, sir. I appreciate it. That's what we call broken, windy theory. All right. That's going to do it for us today. But, Randy, you'll be back later today at 5. And I don't know how I'm going to top this crap. (laughs) Well, you've got two more hours between now and then for Shang Tao or Imelda Padilla or any of the others to say something that will give you an hour's worth of content. Actually, I'm going to go through the L.A. County Board of Supervisors as they debate a nonsensical amicus brief that asked the Supreme Court to not really do anything about the homelessness. There might be some gold in them, our heels. And there's a... Quite frankly... Or two. All right. We'll be back tomorrow at noon for another live and local edition of the John Phillips Show right here on Talk Radio 790 KABC. The neighborhood kids, the down-ass kids don't like it. 
Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. so why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.